Blog Talk Radio. I got that drink in my cup, my eyes open wide, and a by my side. The money came up broke, I got some money, but I ain't rich enough. Got my hand on the phone, but I ain't gonna die. But I'm in a minute since I with you, and I ain't gonna lie. We was having fun, we was turning up. Every night we was getting what I had to do, kind of f***ed it up. Baby girl, I'ma keep it real, but I'll lose this or I'll disappear. My money don't make us but I'ma keep it real. I've been looking for a way out, day in and a day out. But the money coming fast, so my foot's on the gas. I got that drink in my cup, my eyes open wide, and I'm by my side. Lord, I know I gotta live like this. Some money came up broke, I got some money, but... I ain't rich enough Lord, I only know I gotta live like this You were gone I was looking for love in the wrong way Getting love in the wrong ways In the mountain ways like the old days When they noticed you were gone Started coming strong No, I didn't leave them on But I didn't leave them alone That's that that I've been on <laughs> Trying to get a bone Break out before the dome Been trying to make no video The same for social media Put your shoes on I got that drink in my cup, my eyes open wide, and I'm by my side. Lord, I know I gotta live like this. Some money came up broke, I got some money, but I ain't rich enough. Lord, I know my... Tell your little story on the internet Got some pictures you can show them that Tell them I did this and I did that That's my baby in the bassinet Tell them where you got the cash Cars and jewelry from the stash I'm locked up and feeling bad Cause you ain't coming see me yet I'm just being me I'm just being myself I ain't wishing you bad, but I ain't wishing you well I can be smoking, man I can be swell, man I ain't saying I wanted you back when I get out of here we can be real, we can be right. You can get mad, you can be proud. I think your new dude is your old dude. If you mad, we can get out. I didn't know room was true. I didn't know we was true. When I got out, walked in the door, put on my ready to sh. I didn't know y'all was cool. All of the rumors were true. What in the f can I do? Get in my car, get in my car. I got that drink in my cup. My eyes open wide, and I'm by my side. Lord, I know I All right, welcome to the Digital Meet and Greet, another edition of the Digital Meet and Greet. And that song you heard was from our guest, Clayton Savage, who's with us tonight. The name of that song is Losses. Yes, let me throw some claps on it for that. All right, I'm your master of ceremonies for this evening, some guy named Jay, Jonathan Goldman. And, uh, yeah, let's, before I bring on the host, JT, I just want to give a shout-out to elegends.net. That's www.elegends.net, and that's Legends with a Z. It's a new streaming platform. I know you know there's another streaming platform. With the, 
Well, you know what? This streaming platform has no membership fees. Sign up. You know, all you got to do is give your name and email address and log in, boom, and then you can stream. And basically, you can stream music. You can stream music videos. Uh, they'll have, they'll actually have movies and things like that in the future. But it's a, it's a growing streaming platform. So at ground level, get in on it because E Legends is going to be the Spotify of the of the tomorrow. I know Spotify is <laughs> is you know, but uh, E Legends is gonna is, is is the thing that's gonna take over all that. And also, if you're a creator, a content creator. Uh, an artist, anything you need to jump on E Legends right now and get your content on there. It, it's no, it's it, you don't have to pay into anything. Just sign up and start uploading. Upload your mu- music videos, your movies, your uh, your podcast. Do that while it's while it's young. You got time. It's young. You know, don't don't wait till it blows up and then you know you could you could be the E Legends star now because it, you know it's growing. So, so sign up. Again, that's www.elegends.net, and that's legends with a Z, www.elegends.net. And uh, you're going to see some you're gonna see some Blacktopia content. You're going to see some Media Blast content. You're going to see some Jonathan Coleman content on E-Legends, too. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to take advantage, and I hope you all do, too. All right. Let's go ahead and bring on the host. Uh-oh. Oh, here we go. JT. Yo, yo, what's up, Jay? Yeah. <laughs> you know, doing a show like we just doing a show like we normally do. No doubt, no doubt. Big show on deck, man. Uh, extraordinary guest coming on the show tonight, man. I'm super excited. Oh yes, oh yes, I'm super excited as well, you know. And uh, and also, we're gonna play a few more of his songs too. Uh, how are you feeling, losses? Hello. Everything's oh, good, man. I mean, it was solid. I mean, I'm still feeling the vibe off of that. Definitely dope track, sound, everything that goes along to it, man. I mean, you can tell the. You know, the talent is deep. And, you know, like I said, just go along. I have such an epic um, artist on the show tonight. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Definitely, definitely. And uh, we're going to get into uh, we're gonna get into one of his older records, too, you know, so we can, uh, you know, you, you can see the progression, you know, and, and the, the evolution as an artist. And we're going to talk about that, too. So uh, we're going we're gonna to play one of his older records tonight as well. And also we're going to play one of the uh an unreleased single that's that's you know for 2023 we're gonna we're gonna break it here on the digital meet and greet tonight you know so i'm definitely honored to have this record before many other uh platforms do so definitely thank you for that clayton thank you for that d you know for for blessing us with the record before many of the other people do yeah i mean many other people get it so uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna gonna do all that tonight Yes. All right, and I also want to say for everybody that's uh, listening, this is a, this is an interactive show. You know, we didn't we're not doing this show just so we could sit around and just hear ourselves talk. So y'all call into the show and talk to us too. 
I know y'all like to inbox and send tweets and oh, it's a good show. And eh, call into the show. You know, it's cool that you're tagging me in posts and tagging and saying, hey, y'all doing a good job. Nope, call into the show. That's what we, we need the guests to hear that too. But definitely thank y'all for streaming and listening. If you're streaming from an app or a third-party website or a link or anything like that and you don't have that number in front of you, that number is 929-477-3872. And then press 1. And that'll get you in the queue, and then we'll bring you on. If you're streaming from your phone, that means you've already dialed the number, so you don't have to dial it again. <laughs> you've already dialed the number. If you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is just press 1, and we'll bring you on. And we're going to talk to Mr. Clayton Savage right now. Let me go ahead and bring him on. Clayton Savage. My brother, what's happening with you? We're doing well. Let me go ahead and, and, and bring you on properly with this. That's what's up, yo. Oh, we're doing well. Doing a show. Hey, my man JT there too, right? Yes, sir. JT's in the house. Indeed, my brother. How you doing, hey, man? It's an honor definitely to have you on our show. Oh, shoot, man. It's all good, baby. I appreciate y'all bringing me on. And spend them a track, and you know, let's chop it up, let's get it on, let's do this. Yes, yes. Now, JT, I want to let you know we have a uh, we have a caller waiting in the queue, called in early. So, uh, like I said, we're gonna start taking calls early because people will be dropping off and stuff like that. So, um, JT, I want you to get in a good little introduction, good little question or two in, and then we're gonna bring the caller in. No doubt, man, because um, definitely, you know, for the people, by the people, man, the people definitely rock out. And, and tonight is no different, man. We got a legendary uh, musician in the building with us tonight. <clears throat> I mean, you know, no introduction that I can really give you the fitting because what you do, what you have laid down and the legacy that you have put in, man, as far as the music, I mean, really speaks for itself, man. So we definitely welcome my man Clayton Savage to the show tonight. And for our digital meet and greet audience that may not know, may have been hit up on the rock or just not in tune, please, please, please give us an introduction of yourself, sir. Man, all right, all right, all right, all right, you know. Wow. Let's see. I like the fact that you, you hit it right on the head when you said musician, you know, uh, not a beat maker, uh, uh, although I make beats, I play instruments, uh, I'm a producer, I'm, uh, I'm one of the, <laughs> one of the furious five, I uh, was Melly Mel, um, I'm a producer at Sugar Hill Records, um, and songwriter, slash artist, um, let's see, I'm the Capitol Records, uh, you know, but I've been, I've been kind of like woven into this scene. Uh, since the early 80s, and, you know, I mean, I'm still doing it, you know, this is this is what it is, you know, I've been on a lot of your favorite tracks, I, I've been with a lot of your favorite people, Molly Malls, and, you know, Cool Moe D's, and I've been with people that you wouldn't, you know, suspect that I was with, uh, like, I mean, I don't, I don't want to throw some of the names out there, I mean, they might pop up, but, you know, some of the people very famous, and they did what they did, and 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 I don't like to taper off, you know. I'm always going to be doing this music thing, so I'm in the present right now. 
Uh, uh, but at the same time, you know, <laughs> I'm 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 like here and I'm a blast from the past. <laughs> we call that longevity and legacy, and we I mean, there's not enough hand claps, man, to really you know give your just due. But we are going to give your flowers while you're here on the radio with us tonight because it is it is super dope that you can spread that out, not just over time, man, but over decades, and still being um, what's going on right now. So we don't put no past tense in what you're doing, man. We definitely appreciate the fact that you're still rocking out, man, and you're doing your thing. And when, when we say the word musician, that is not just a jack of all trades, but very gifted and skilled at what you're doing. Man, for that, that's salute in a major way because that is the lost art of this industry and what we're missing a lot of today, what you bring to the table and what you're still doing right now in real time, that right there is the missing ingredient. So thank you on so many different levels, man, for still uh, reminding us of what it's supposed to be like. Oh, man, that's what's up, brother. That is what's up. That's that's the gift I was given. I was given actually. I was given and blessed with many a gift. You know, I, I got to be with some of the best producers. Some of them have passed and gone on. Uh, that Steve Jerome, the King of the Throne, who was back there with Quincy, uh, uh, way back before it, we really knew who Quincy was. That guy taught a lot of the, you know, modern and most successful engineers that were up and coming, like Chris Lord Algae. And so I got, like, my engineering chops from him, from Chris, from being in those studios, unique recording studios up in New York and, you know, the Sugar Hill Studios. You know, I mean, I was, I was a sessionist. So, I, you know, I would go in and play behind people. I played behind a lot of people. But, but I, I came up under, you know, a lot of folks that made records, lots and lots of records for the Philly Soul. I mean, just Sugar Hill alone, you're in a mix of chess records and everything that comes along with all of that. You know, Sylvia Robinson herself, you know, being a producer, a musician, and I know they call her the godmother of hip-hop, but she deserves it justifiably so, you know. And, and, and only what I consider one of two real uh, African-American or black-owned record labels, you know, Motown being one and Sugar Hill being the other. These are independent, uh, independently distributed, uh, blood, sweat, and tears. That's how they came up, you know. Very, very different than the imprint labels that people are most familiar with that came about in the 90s and the 2000s, you know, like the Bad Boy labels and Tommy Boys and stuff like that. Those are more imprints. Um, so I got to learn the, the game, like take like before I was putting records out, I was taking records out up to the radio station, like with Frankie Crocker. We go straight from the studio. She, we run that joint out the True Tone. <laughs> she go Clayton. It, this needs this is hot. This needs to be on the radio tonight. Take this up to uh, up to the radio. To, uh, damn, I don't know why I can't think of it. Hot, hot, hot shit. Where Frankie Crocker was at, and you know, walk in, bro. He's on the air live. He said, "We got something coming right now." You know, stepping in from Sugar Hill Records, and bam, 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 and there's a new, you know, Mel and Mel track right there. 
And I was on a lot of them, singing, playing, you know, writing. I mean, his solo album was my solo album. I wrote like 80% of the songs and sang on 100% of them. <laughs> Play, played on 100% of them. You know, and, so, and across the board, sequence, you keep going, West Street Bob, Mo D, I mean, you know, just stretch it on out. And whoever came through the door, R&B cats, you know, that's what folks don't realize. A lot of R&B cameos and, and stuff like that came through the door, you know. <laughs> Which is name it. Wow. And dope man on so many different levels again. This ain't something that you gotta look up in the book. He giving it to you, dropping knowledge here tonight, live on the digital meet and greet. My man Clayton Savage is in the building and we ain't gonna hold up these phone lines, man. We finna get it. So some guy named Jay, I tag you in the ring, baby. Let's go. All right, let's go ahead and take our first caller. Caller in the three one zero four six zero. You're on the air. Who is this? I'm DJ New York City, Ken out of California. DJ New York City out of California, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing excellent. You guys are hosting a nice show. I appreciate what you guys are doing. And you can lock me in. And let's I got a few questions for Mr. Savage. I'm addressing him as Mr. because he's a master at what he does. Indeed. Mr. Savage, can you tell me exactly how you go about making your records? Is it the music that comes first and then you go and listen to the music and then put the lyrics to it? Or do you put the lyrics to it and then develop the music? And what instrument is one of your favorite tools that you use when you're in the studio. Oh, DJ, New York City Kid. First off, thank you for your kind words coming on, brother. And uh and thank you for such a an important question. Well, I've got ninety nine ways to make a track. But it all is about inspiration. And inspira- and the inspiration <laughs> comes by way of whatever it is I'm doing at the time. Sometimes it's sometimes there's a melody in the head, sometimes there's a melody in a track. Sometimes someone sends me it's very you know, I, I work with my man Jay May out of uh Chesapeake, Virginia. He's a up and coming producer and he and you know, he's making beats constantly and sending them to me. Uh uh, uh that track with young fam losses. If if a, whatever it is that sings to me, I sing back at it. Um, I I mean, there are times when I'll sit down and play play the piano, you know, or piano or or the, or the guitar, but because because I'm a um, a visual artist, and I don't necessarily have to the instrument to write with it. All of the all of the sounds are available to my imagination, you know. But but a melody could take you, you know, to, you know the right melody if I connect with it, that or the right thought because it's very much a thought process. But it's but it's broken into different compartments because I learned how to produce and there were many many hats and many and when you thought a song was finished, you know, it would go into somebody else's hands 
and he thought that you, you know, you know, and then they would they would come in and, and chop it up or 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 produce as producers or co-writers or add something that's missing. And so I learned how to keep adding things to the gumbo, so to speak. You know, you know. So I saw different hats. It's like okay, so I I may have a or this or the loop or a track may have a uh, a point of origin. And then I'm inspired by it, but I also am acutely aware that my job's not done yet. I mean, you know, I might I might even have the hook. I might I love it when the hook hits first. I love it when the hook hits first, but I also love it when I think that the hook is the hook and it's really like a B section or a C section, and I won't know that till I lay it down, till I hear it back, and then it, then I got to work with it and take the shape of it because. Sometimes you've got this you've got this killer melody going, but it, but the first way that you do it isn't the right way uh, for the track itself. And then and the, and the next thing you know, you got to turn into an arranger, you know. And that's where what was once a verse becomes a hook. What was a hook becomes a verse, or a B section, or a C section, an introduction, or an outro. Uh, and in the line of, of of being a producer, you know, I used to, you know, I used to top off a track with a whole lot of instruments that came and this, that, and the third. And then it's like I learned to play each instrument or add each element as if I was a different musician, and to question everything that I laid down to, not just say this sounds great, even if I'm feeling it and it sounds great, does it belong? It's like an outfit, you know what I'm saying? Everything mushroom belt, like my man John Witherspoon used to say, mushroom socks. You know, if 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 it, if it ain't all going together, you you know you missed something. You you thought you was wearing no, this ain't hitting. This it's like oh, everything just gotta slide where it's gotta slide. I engineer and mix my own tracks, so then I gotta go back again and evaluate everything and make sure that that the, the track remains interesting. You know, we, we we live in an era where people are making, well, are on the radio with what I call a elongated commercial. The song is, they think it's a song in a minute and 50 or 45, 50 seconds. Now, two-minute song, that's a jingle, man. That's not a track, you know. And in the creative process, once you get that good groove going, that Rick James thing going, that Roger Troutman thing going, you could run it out a good eight to ten minutes. Um, so I've learned to take that and then bring it down, chop it down, chop it down, and try to stay within the uh, the length of time, but keep it interesting. There's, there needs to be a reason to listen to the track to the end. I don't. While there are some rules I adhere to um, in terms of uh, establishing melodies and, and enough. Well, first off, making sure that the chorus is uh, catchy enough to be repeated because there's nothing like a horrible chorus going all through the song, <laughs> you know, and then make sure that there's enough uh, variation in the verses so that, you know, every time you're sitting there listening to it, you're waiting for something. We used to have that uh, in the music as well. I mean, but I, you know, I, I like to be interesting and I like to say something, you know, uh, I'm a writer, I'm a songwriter. I like to say something in the song too, you know, I, so it's, there, should, there should just be a reason for the person to stay engaged because you're going to, and I try to say something they don't expect. 
I mean, and and I've learned as a songwriter from songwriters to for songwriters and listening to the greats out there, man, and learning from them all. You know, and this and this very much includes country. There there has to be a story. You have to when you introduce a song, what the next thing that happens, what happened? Why are you writing this song? Okay, so you got that hook, you put that hook up first, you know? Da da da. You know, it's Friday night, we have a good time. Okay, so that's a, yeah, it's a jam, it's a jam. And yeah, but the message was a jam too. I mean people dancing, shaking their ass to it, puffy remixes it. You know, they still shaking their ass to it. And while, you know, he takes a little bit of uh, that other side, and that's going to go last night, you know, that's cool, I guess. But somehow Melly Mel, you know, delivered us, you know, a, a whole education over a beat that made us groove. And and I learned, if I were to cite that song alone, these are the things that move us as a people. When I say as a people, as a people who listen to music and enjoy engaged music, and after they leave the club and they're sitting in the car and it comes on, and back in the day you didn't have these big stereo systems where you listen to the message after you left the club, you actually heard the words. While you're out on the dance floor, you, the music has a responsibility to keep that butt shaking, keep them feet dancing, keep them drinks, keep you thirsty, buying drinks until they got to put you out. And when they go get, jump in that car and they're trying to chill out, they hit the same song, hit them, but it's like, oh, wow, I didn't know he said that. Word. And then people start to see themselves and identify in, with the words in the, in the track, and that's my, my primary goal. I have a reason for why I write a track, but that that reason also should be something that, you, that a person can relate to but then bring their own story into my track. So I hope I answered your question, brother. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But you didn't say, do you write any, do you write anything down? Your lyrics I'm talking about? Well, I force myself to, uh, <laughs> because I'm constantly in, and when I'm writing, and, and it comes so fast. I mean, I mean, even write, write. I, I record audio. Uh, if I'm in, I like writing while I'm in the car with the beat, riding with it because um, it brings something. I'm not paying attention to the music and looking at the instrument, looking at the computer, looking at the nothing like that. You know, I'm not. I'm just riding, and and then so I, I'll I'll try to remind myself to record what I'm thinking, but it comes really fast, and a lot of ideas come really fast. Uh, if something that is going to work as a course, I make sure that I write it down. Uh, at least partially, because I'm I'm writing and rewriting it and recreating it as I'm going along. So technically, that that little bit might be all that I write because I'll rearrange it and then I want to make sure that I say the same thing <laughs> in in the arrangement that I finally came to because I don't know what what I really did. I know I started it someplace with a sentence and even if it was only four sentences, I probably write. 14 different versions of each one of those sentences, but that very first sentence is the real thing that I write down to keep me on point. Uh, the rest of it, I turn the mic on, and I'm literally recording and writing it at, at that time. I very rarely write it all down. One more question, and then I'm done. Hey, I heard, I've been in here a few times, and they make records, and then the label or the A&R guy 
will actually send in a person to do the hook, put the hook in the record. And you said that you have the ability to develop a hook for a record. How did you develop that talent? Because that's a skill. Well, okay, so, like, the ability to create a, a, a hook, okay, I'm a, the, to, to turn a, a melody that is a hook, okay, that's a you, – you have to have an ear for that. Uh, when someone doesn't necessarily have uh, that – to be able to be centered into that so that – so that the song is literally saying something uh, and repeating it. If you don't have that, then you're just kind of freestyling, and, and that's jazz. That's that's abstract jazz, and this is why those guys are so very talented. They're the top tier of musicians, but the average person can't relate to it. Um, and so, as when I started playing, I was like 13 years old. And in Norfolk, Virginia, there are, there were a lot of great jazz players. Uh, Roy Ayers, uh, my man Turk Wright, uh, Connie Parker, uh, Felipe Weary. And the cats my age, you know, the kids my age, but, you know, jazz, you know, I listened to jazz at home, but it was like, man, uh, as good as this is, I get lost somewhere with it. And George Benson is a great jazz musician, but his songs had a hook in it. You know, the things that became like Whitney's uh, The Greatest Love of All or Broadway. And so, you know, it, it became reinforced to me that, man, you've got to have a hook to a song, you know. And so to take that melody, to, to have that melody, and then turn it into words that matter, that took – it comes really naturally to me and very fast, and I can write I mean, I can do, I can write songs in real time because I've had to do it in the studio. You have nothing. Somebody books it. You go in. They come out with three songs, three good songs, too. It just can't, it can't be whacked. But, I, had to, but it, I developed it quickly, and then, I, and then I was around, you know. I mean, that was my job to do that, you know, and that's what it is. It's like you, that's what you deliver. If nothing else, you got that. that you got, everybody's got a special a speciality uh, for why they're in a room when they when they're recording, and uh, and you know and that's mine, you know. But that's what it is, and then to be able to transform it into something, you know, that's fun, that that you know that's catchy, that that fits the person or the, not just the song, but the person who's singing it, creating the character on top of who should sing it and what that character should sound like. That's a recording. Every time you hear somebody out there that's quite successful, you're hearing that they've mastered the character that they're performing each uh, that 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 defines who they are. This is why Drake has a, sounds like Drake, you know. Jay Z sounds like Jay Z. It's not just that you know how to rap or you know how to sing, you know. It's you know you and 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 that and that hook those melodies. Those guys have learned. Um, how to fit their character into those uh, those phrases so well that it seems like every song that they're they're, they're talking about literally they're talking about their life. <laughs> Maybe may not be true at all, but that's the job, you know. 
I'd like to thank um, Jonathan for giving me the chance to talk to Clayton and getting all this knowledge. I really should be paying. Thank you, Jonathan, for the opportunity to be on the call. Oh, yes. Thank you as well. Thank you for calling in. We appreciate it. Thank you, DJ. That was powerful. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Is there anything you want to plug or anything you want before we go to the next caller? Anything you want to shout out? I'd like to shout out to, I heard them mention D as the assistant. I'd like to shout out to the assistant because they're definitely doing a good job in, out of Clayton's camp. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Definitely, definitely shout out to D. You know, definitely uh, moving things forward, you know. Oh, yes. Our oh, definitely. Not, thank, oh, you. thank you. For, yeah, 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 yeah. That was a good, good look, kid. That was that, that DJ New York City kid. That was a good look. Yeah, D, D she handles a lot of my business, man. She keeps that, keeps me uh, on that back end and and the front end, and went and, and quiet as a scout. You know, she ain't gonna tell you, but you know she's singing on some of them hooks. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes she's doing the oh, hooks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely, definitely. Thank you for the call. We're going to go ahead and take some more calls, too. Um, and I just want to just remind everybody, for people that's just tuning in now, if you're streaming from an app or a third-party website or a link or anything like that and you don't have the number in front of you and you want to give us a call, that number is 929-477-3872. We're talking to Clayton Savage. If you are streaming from your phone already, you don't have to dial the number again, all you have to do is just press 1. Just press 1. It will bring you on. Clayton Savage is an open book. You know, he's, he's willing to answer your questions, anything you want to know. He's been a veteran in the game like you know. And uh, also, he's also willing to connect and build with people as well. So uh, any up-and-coming up producers, singers, songwriters, uh, you know, if you want to connect with him, he's, he's open to you, open to new business. Uh, if you're a promoter and you want to book him for a show, if he's available, you can talk about that. If you're a DJ and you want some drops or you want him to send you a record or, uh, so you can play on your station, he's down for that. Clayton is, is down to work, so let's work, you know. And, and speaking of work, Clayton, is always a pleasure working with you too, you know. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thanks for saying that, man. Look, I love this. I love this game, and I'm good at it. You know, I'm real good at it. Uh, and in any aspect of it, you know, reach out. You know, I hate to see people uh, who are sincere about this do it wrong. Um, they, you know, they come in and they think it's all money. It's not all money. It makes money. <laughs> yes. You know. And the little bit of money that they have, they spend it inappropriately. They don't know how to build. You know, they don't know how to build a team. You know, and when I say a team, they they don't know how to. First off, they don't know how to get in the circle. I'm in the circle. There's nothing I can't or no one I can't put my hands on, if I have a reason to. You know, so a lot of people come at this with the, with stars in their eyes, but this, like everything else, is work, and it's very pragmatic. Yes. It's show business. Yes, it's a stage, a microphone. Yes, it's screaming, fans, and this, that, and the third. But it, but it, it, it it's very much like uh, 
all successful businesses. It's got a framework. You know, it's, it's got it's got a back end, a front end, a middle end. It's got people. It's not just a microphone. This thing done correctly creates jobs, enormous amounts, and that's what gets the thing done. It's really human beings that get everything done. It's all your fans are human. The people who are making the tracks are human. You know what I'm saying? Don't let the digital age fool you. Everything, everything about this is about people and about your network. If you don't understand what a network is, it's okay. You're supposed to not know some stuff. It, nothing hurts more when people come to me and try to act like they know what I'm talking about. This, <laughs> you think you can help the pilot fly the plane just because you bought a ticket? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Sit down in your seat. Have it, maybe we can upgrade oh, the first class, but that, that ain't going to get ain't getting you in the cockpit, baby. You know, <laughs> and you ain't even going to see it. You may not even see the, the pilot. And that man took you up in the air and got you where you was going in a manner where you couldn't have done it. There's no roads. There's no lights. There's no arrows pointing. <laughs> there's nothing under you but the wind. You know, that's what it's like. Oh. They they look at this business and they think that they should be able to figure it out because somebody gave them some buzzwords like branding. I'm working on my brand. I'm an artist, yeah. you know. I'm an artist, you know. My album getting ready to drop. I'm an engineer. I'm a producer. I'm, I'm all these things that we in the business never accept until we in the business say so. If you can't relate to this, go listen to Kevin Hart talk about when he started being a comedian. It's the same thing. You get up on stage, little dummy. <laughs> you know, you might have, you might even have something. We know what it is better than you do, even when you have it. You don't realize that there's t- levels of teams out there. When you, when you get Michael Jackson without all them people around, everybody from Motown for Smoking Robinson to Stevie Wonder, you hear coming out of his voice, and out of all their voices, you hear everybody else coming out of each other's voice. When you're surrounded with that much gumbo of talent. It could be in living color. It doesn't matter. When you're surrounded with that much talent, each one of you trains the other one with your skills, and that's when it works. And that's how Mm -hmm. it works. You're never just listening, including myself. I am an amalgamation. I'm a composite of everything that was of value that came before me. That means every single system. Every single single, when I open my mouth, there's a little Aretha Franklin that I joined. If, If it works, it's working for me. <laughs> yes, and, indeed, and, and it works. Oh yes, indeed, indeed. I got, I got those claps on it. All right, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna plow through these. The, the phone lines are lit up, so we're gonna, we're gonna plow through the phone call. We're gonna, we're gonna take all, we're gonna take everybody's call. We'll take everybody's call in order. So you know, be patient. All right, be patient with us. We're gonna get all of you. All right, and if you jump out of the queue. And you jump back in, you gotta you go to the end of the line. Sorry. You can't cut that. Exactly. It might go bad. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Oh, and Clayton, I also want to say too, you know, what you I, I, I wanna say that I'm I'm very honored to have you a part of Blacktopia as well. I'm glad you've been a been a been a solid member for the past few years and and, 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 and we love having you, you know, a part of the movement. Man, I appreciate you guys. 
that's what's up, you know? Making your making the platform for us, you know? I like you putting the black up there, the, the black topia. You know? And, and I like <laughs> you just, you know, and you've been consistent, bro. I mean, I'm, I'm watching you grow and build, you know? You're chewing, you're chewing. And anything I can do to help you chew more, just, just tap, man. Anything, anybody, yes. you, just, just tap me, brother. Just tap. Tap, just tap, tap, tap. Just tap, tap, and bring out on your show, man. They catch. Because everybody out here making movies and books and all that stuff, We everybody, they're real cool people. I know some of the coolest people at, the, at levels that people just can't even relate to, but they're so cool because they're at peace. They don't need no drama, you know. So, <laughs> you can, that's. You know, but, but yo, man, you do it. Y'all got a platform, man. I love it, man. You and JT, what's your record, man? What's up? What up? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, we, 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 JT gonna jump back on the line too. We're gonna uh, we're gonna take all these calls. Let's go ahead and take the first call. Well, the next caller actually, caller in the two one six five seven one. You're on the air. Who is this? This is Big Mike. Calling from Jersey in Cleveland right now. Big Mike from Jersey. So, is the thing. I, I have a, a couple statements and then a question. And my first statement for the illustrious Mr. Savage is: um, Don't let me have to find out from the streets how you moving that you that you're going to be on here tonight. What's the matter? You can't call nobody? <laughs> That's my man. That's my man, Big Mike. <laughs> I know who that is. <laughs> my, my man. My man. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all hear that? You hear that, that, the tone, that voice? Don't, they, don't he sound authoritative? <laughs> you, you know what it is. No, nobody else comes for my man like that. We, we, we go back like two flats on a Cadillac. But I'm going to tell you like this. Um, the other statement that I was going to make is, you know, don't don't let this guy for your listeners. Don't let this guy style on you. He's being modest. You know, I've I've known Clayton for a minute, and you know, we've done some things. I've I've done the interviews and all that, along with a lot of other big names. As I'm, you know, I'm sure we all in this industry have. But this is one of the brightest guys, and I'm not just saying this. I didn't call in to say this or inflate your ego, bruh. So let's not let's not go there. Right? But. He's truly, he's masterful at what he does. Um, And I've said this to you before. I've said this offline, online, on radio. You know, you're like a prince, literally. I mean, the artist, formerly known known as whatever you want to call him, as Prince. And you you had some dealings with him, too. So I, I just think it's important. And, you know, another friend of mine, he calls it true school. It's not old school. You go way, way back, right? You you gave your resume. You're talking about Furious Five and Sugar Hill and Melly Mel, and I know so many other people with whom you've been involved. You go deep, and then you bring it current. And I hope they drop that track because I just heard someone uh, make reference to, or either you said it, talking about D dropping a hook when you dropped that Shantae on the one track, and I'll let it remain nameless. But it's hot. You keep it going all the way through. 
Here's my question, and I don't think you and I, one-on-one or in any other um, environment, I've, I've never put that question to you, but where did you, your gift, all these instruments that you do, and, and all the things that you learned throughout your career, where did it start? Because a lot of people out here, they think, you know, okay, well, I can put a few words together that makes me a rapper, that makes me a lyricist. Okay, I can stroke, a, I can learn a couple frets on the guitar, and and a couple chords on the piano, and now I'm an instrumentalist. I'm a musician, right? Where did it start for you? Where did your ambition begin? Um, okay. Um, uh, I'm a songwriter, okay? Uh, and everything that I do is, I'm a, I'm a writer. Let me put it this way. I'm a writer. I'm... I'm doing literature. Uh, if, when I die, they'll, they'll say I was a poet. Uh, <laughs> but I, my ability to play instruments, first it's the ear. I have, I have the, what they call the ear. Uh, so it's like when some people will lean and say perfect picture or something like that, well, I wasn't, I wasn't trained at all. I cannot read music. I can interpret music, even on paper. I, and I can compose, and, and I can use computers to, to write a, uh, music out so musicians who read music uh, can participate. But as a child, uh, the ear kicked in. And so the way I hear things is different than someone who, for lack of a better phrase, who does not have the ear, hears things. And so harmonies, pitches, and then I have, as I said earlier, I'm a visual musician. So uh, when I was very young, like between five and seven, I had a couple of raggedy-ass instruments as if I was living in old dusty-ass uh, Gary, Indiana. But I was in dusty-ass Norfolk, Virginia, in, in a, a little cruddy organ here, a little piece of guitar there, and a piece of drums. But my thing is that, if I can imagine myself playing it, I could play it. And when I say imagine me playing it, it means if I understood how the instrument functioned and what it was doing, I didn't need to own it or have it. I needed it later to build the actual strength and, and you know, the dexterity. But I just played where some people, I mean, when someone put an instrument in my hand, I just played. When I touched the I just played. You know, I had a friend's mom um, who was 13. You know, she, you know, she saw me in the back seat of her car, and she said, "Looking at your fingers, it looks like you know how to play the piano." Well, we didn't have a piano, and my parents weren't about to spend any money on instruments and things like that. So, it's all it's all in my head first. Everything that I do is in my head first. Um, I but I do understand um, the craft of being professional professionally trained, trained, you know, classically trained. I respect those musicians so much, and I, and I endeavor to understand what they do to the point where we can all jam together, that I can, that I can participate with them. They're, like I said, I, I understand what they're doing. I don't write it. I'm not quite to Jones. I can't write it, but I can put it together. I can put anything together, classical music or whatever. But, you know, I was, you know, I was gifted that way. Um, 
But I also consider it a responsibility for me to understand so I could appreciate what I was given and not take it for granted, you know. Um, but that's, that's that. You know, that's how that came about. Uh, and then learning how everything really uh, works towards uh, making the um, composition and, and, and understanding the formal things. When you hear terms like recapitulation of the modulation of the thing and the dissonant chord and, and the sustained with it, just, you know, to hear others talk about how I play and, and uh, write and perform, it's pretty fascinating to listen to because to me, I'm just getting the job done. I'm literally making it do what it's supposed to do. I am impressed watching acrobats at a circus swing in the air, throwing each other back and forth, <laughs> way up in the sky, you know, or catching each other by their arms. I, I can't imagine what it's like to do that. And, and when someone doesn't know how music comes about, they can't figure that out either. So everybody's kind of got their lane that they're supposed to be in. And I really deeply appreciate those who appreciate what I do, especially especially other musicians, you know, who take the time to listen to what I'm doing, or writers, you know. And, and I hope that I, I can lead by example because I'm, I'm quite – I learned to be brutally honest in this game. You know, the entertainment industry is brutally honest. It doesn't matter whether you want to model, act, or whatever. Five seconds into it, you're either winning or you're losing. Uh, I hear a lot of folks who really want to, you know, pick up folks' time when they're giving it to them and say, hey, can you check out my demo? And I don't know how to get that far with something that sounds that bad. Now, I'm not crapping on anybody's ideas because a good idea is a good idea. You might not know how to pick that idea. Or you might not be the one that's supposed to perform that idea, you know. And I learned that the hard way, too. I, shit, I got shut out, you know. I'm doing tracks, and <laughs> somebody said, I like what the other guy did better. He don't even play your instrument. Woo! And it's true. The bass player did a better lead solo than I did on the bass. And you, and, and you take that pain and you come back stronger, okay, I ain't ready yet, but I'm still in the room. Good. I'm still bringing something, but whew, you can never sit back like that. You watch Prince start where he was, Warner Brothers, and, and his successful environment surrounded him with other successful people, and you watch them continue to work and grow, surrounded himself with jazz musicians and this, that. He, he had the ear. He had the ear. He had also... Now, as you are with these folks, you learn some of the, that formal training and stuff rubs off. I'm, you know, I keep myself um, where where I stay original in what I create. I admire people who can play at lightning speed and know all the chords, not only by name, but their fingers look like, man, do you have eight fingers on each hand? I, I admire all that, but I, I keep myself a distance from become, becoming that person because a drummer named Ricky Washington and, 
Minneapolis. He's one of the best drummers I've ever played with, you know, and cool cat, man. But he said, I like what you did better than that guy. I like what you do is different. I, he said, I played with a lot of musicians, that are, but what you bring is different. It's different. And I try and and being unique is a requirement. Uh, it's one of the it's one of the main ingredients in in creating stardom and and becoming a, a uh, viable uh, commodity in in this in any in any field or genre of the uh, entertainment world. The difference between uh, Brad Pitt. And Brad Johnson, the actor down the street, is tremendous. If anybody ever doubts Charleston, the Charleston Hestons and Jack Nicholson's, just Anthony Hopkins and the Morgan Freemans, they're, they're miles above the others. And they started somewhere too with raw talent and somebody and put them in an environment. And the thing that they that they play their, their roles like instruments. And that's what I am. I'm just playing my roles like they just happen to turn into instruments, you know. I play and, and and don't let these computers fool you. You still have an obligation, you know, to be a musician at the end of the day. Not just a beat maker. So I hope can I ask you one more thing? How much sleep do you get okay. at night? That's that's it. Last question. How much how much sleep? Because I think that's important for people to understand. How 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 long do you sleep every night? Because people need to get that. When I'm burning, bro, for real, for real, you know, D, D stands on my throat, man. I swear, man. Everybody needs a deal. They're like, but goddamn, it's hard having one. <laughs> I sleep when I need to sleep. <laughs> if you just let me do my thing, I'll run three, four days. Sometimes, well, five's pushing it sometimes, and then if I push through five, six might be there. But but when it's on, it's on. And, and so when what what's got to get done, got to get done. And the idea. The birth of the idea, it's like a baby being born. It might be the middle of the night, you know. It's many times I've tried to lay down. I, I might have closed my, my eyes for maybe 15 minutes. But that idea that I, I – or 30 minutes, but I took myself to go lay down so that – because without rest, you can't do it. Without You learned that the hard way, too. Without nourishment, without rest, you got it. But for me, rest is I might – ooh, that's, in that 30 minutes to – to an hour that I might get every, you know, in the third day, you know, I stay, if I can't stay potent during that whole time, I will basically pass the fuck out. Excuse my first name, to the customer. But I, I go, I burn, bro, I burn. You know, I'm known for three on, and it used to be three on and two off, you know. I mean, sleeping for 24 hours, up for 72, down for 24 up seventy two. Down twenty four. Just like that. Bam, 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 bam. Well, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you for your for your insight. Oh. And uh, I know everyone appreciates that. Thank you, gentlemen, for you know, hosting my question. This this is a, a great man. And just keep doing what you do, Clark. Hey, brother. Hey, look, I'm gonna throw something back real quick, yo. That's Michael Crane right there from the Michael Crane show. That cat right there. He, now, now that journalist, oh. that that guy right there, right there. I want y'all to keep your eyes on him. I know, like I said, I know a collection of great people. I'm so, I thanks for, thanks for surprising me with that, homie. Uh, thanks for popping up in here. And you know, you knew about you, this, but uh, you know the streets yeah, yeah. are watching. Streets are watching, always in Jersey. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Jersey. <laughs> that's that Jersey. Oh, that's yeah. that Jersey. <laughs> uh. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Thank you for the call, Big Mike. Um, also, to anybody listening, also the callers, you're welcome to join us in the Blacktopia Facebook group on Black uh, on Facebook, the Blacktopia Facebook group, also the Media Blast Facebook group as well. Join us so that you can, you know, be in the know of more programs like this coming up. So, uh, so definitely join and 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 you know keep your ear out. So let's go ahead and take some more callers. Uh, and we're also going to debut. We're also going to play the records as well. Let's go ahead and, and plow through the callers before we get to play the music. Uh, next caller, caller in the eight two eight four four nine. You're on the air. Who is this? Hello, everybody. This is Allie. Allie, hey, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Hey, yeah. I'm good. How are you all? We're doing well. Definitely thank you for for calling in, Allie. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, I really can't. Hold on. I'm What'd sorry. you Allie Virtuous? Is this Allie Virtuous? Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. The one, oh, the one and only. Hey, girl. Yeah. <laughs> hey. How you doing? Listen, I can't say no. Yes, yes. Thank you for the clap. I can't stay long. Actually, kind of double dipping. I'm in a meeting, but I had to, you know, stay to say hello to you. And I can't wait till you come on the show again. And you know, I love all the nuggets that you're sharing about yourself and how you produce and how you know you put the music together and everything. And you know, I told um, uh, Jonathan the other day. Sometimes I'm always kind of nervous about artists. But, like, you were one of the first artists that I had on, and you were just so cool. I mean, you are Clayton Savage. Do you know who you are? <laughs> but you were just so cool and so humble, and I so appreciate that because I was still in a stage where I was nervous about what I was doing, and you just, you just made it so calm, and, you know, you shared your wisdom and everything, and I just appreciate you, and I can't wait to have you on the show again. Thank you. And, you know, you you were born a professor. You see that? You got to be born for this game, you know. That's what, I, you know. You can learn a lot of things, you know. You can go to college, you learn a lot of stuff, you know. I mean, but I mean, really, you know, this is a, the music, the entertainment business is a college in and of itself. It requires you, you commit. It's like a you have to put both feet, the whole body into it. And but at the end of the day, you're not going to be Michael Phelps unless. The universe gave you those gifts. You, you're not going to be George. You're not going to be Pippa. You're not going to be Kyrie. You're just not. And, Allie, you got that thing. You know what I'm saying? You got that thing. You know, that whatever it is that Oprah had, the Steven uh, Spielberg song, you, you got that thing. You know, it's just keep doing it, babe. I, I can't wait to come back on your show. I can't wait to introduce more people to your show. You know, I can't. I can't wait to get more involved with Blacktopia. I want all the stuff that I know to connect with all the stuff that's out there. You're a pro, kid. I appreciate you. Oh, oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. That was so kind. 
And I love your wife, too. She's always so kind and, you know, encouraging. And, you know, it's a great staying in touch with her and finding out what you're doing through her. So I've been following you, so just know that. <laughs> well, I'm going to give you something to follow because I got, I got some music, girl. I'm dropping good, good stuff. But I got, I'm also going to drop two or three albums that I've had that I have not released because I want, I'm coming back out on the road. And, and and it's an experience. I mean, for for like like my music right now, sixteen year olds and up relate to it just fine, all the way up to forty. And I'm talking about just the new stuff. Then I'll throw back some of the other stuff. I want that whole family experience there. You know, I want I want mm-hmm. that whole thing there. You know, I want and I want it to be an an evening of true entertainment. You know, and an experience. You know, where we all come out just really feeling. Dang, we get we we're really cool. Like you had the best, like you went to that that the the, the wharf and had the best mm-hmm. the seafood, roast beef on that joint. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and, and it tastes like Mama and them made it, and it and it tastes like Gordon Ramsay made it too. You know what I'm saying? And and, and, and it was classy, and it was cultured, and and it's and and as a performer, and I know how to this other thing, the performance side. I don't talk about it, but I love it. I'm good at it, Al. I'm really good at it, you know, and I want to surround myself with real live musicians, all this digital stuff. I want to show them what it, what it can be, you know what I'm saying? I want to show them. I want to do certain shows. I want you hosting some of my shows, you know what I'm saying? Let's just, let's just do this, Alice. Hit me up, man. Let me know. Let me know. Okay. Hey, I got you. I'm there for you. And listen, I, this is, I haven't told anybody past, Jay, um, past Jonathan today, but you know, I was talking about the last show of the year. I kind of wanted it to be a live show with people doing, you know, performing music. So we definitely use my list to contact and see if you're available. Um, so we're definitely going to be interesting. I'll make myself available. Yay. I'm excited. I'm so excited. Well, listen, cool, I think my time. Up on this um, meeting I'm supposed to be in. I got to share some wisdom over there, but <laughs> I definitely, mm-hmm. like I said, I had to say hello to you because I couldn't pass up the opportunity. I sure, I honestly, from my heart, appreciate who you are. Thank you, Abe. I appreciate you too, babe. All right. Oh, yeah. See y'all later. Thank you, Alex. Yes. Definitely, definitely. Y'all can check out Making Connections TV. Uh, you know, check it out on Facebook, stream it. I know it's live every Saturday at noon. And also, uh, JT, what are, what are also the other dates? Uh, the, the third Monday? Oh, no, I'm, I'm definitely on the fourth Monday, man. Inspirational Mondays. But Saturdays at noon and Monday, every Monday at 2 p.m., Got to make a connection. Yes. All the listeners, definitely check out Bacon Connections TV with host Allie. And Clayton has been a guest on there before, and he's also going to be a guest on there again coming soon. So definitely check out Making Connections TV. Shout out to Allie. All right. Let's take some more calls. Caller in the – oh, and I also want to say, for people that are streaming from apps, and streaming from links and third-party websites and stuff like that, and you're listening to the show, but you don't have the number in front of you because it's on some different kind of way to listen to it, we got you. 
The number is 929-477-872, and then press 1, and we'll bring you on. If you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is just press 1, and we'll bring you on. You already called the number, so you don't have to call it again. Just press 1. Again, we're taking everybody in order. So uh, for people that are just tuning in, you just got to be patient with us. We're going to get all your calls. All right. Next caller. Caller in the 404-993. You're on the air. Who is this? Yo, yo Jay. What's up? It's DeMond. DeMond, how you doing? Yeah, always good, man. Thank you, guys. Mind. So yeah, you have a have a question, or I, I know everybody's listening. The mind is an artist that's down in Georgia, originally from South Carolina. Got a lot of great music, and perhaps uh, maybe you and Clayton could chop it up. You know, maybe something could happen tonight. <laughs> I'm always I'm always working with positive artists. That's how the game goes. What up, homie? Oh yeah. Not much. Um, so I just I talked to Jay earlier. He told me to check you out. Um, never heard none of your music to be honest, but I just heard of you, and I heard the way you you speak a lot. Um, I I'm an artist just like you, but I would say, with me, um, I always like try to, you know, take the music business to a different. Uh, level with young cats because you know all they rap about is killing and about you know women ain't ish and all that type of music um jay been following me for a while so he know my music is different and you know i always try to uh bring enlightenment excuse me enlightenment and enlistment to my music and um I, i spoke to him about um earlier i turned down two record deals which i could have signed but I understand the business. So I'm just asking you as another artist, what is your vision on what you're seeing in the music business today? And if you could change anything or talk about change, what would you uh, say to the executives that are putting these young cats out? Man, that's a good question. I'm looking forward to hearing your music. Well, you know, I believe in walking and talking at the same time. And so I'm going to be the change. I'm going to be the example. You'll find out over the next 12 months I can show you better than I can tell you. And then I'll tell you while I show you um, what's happening is once upon a time the business was run by people who were musicians and songwriters. Uh, There was a check and a balance there. Uh, Gatekeepers, you know. I mean, you couldn't just go up on stage at Apollo and not risk the Sandman. The audience might boo you, but till the Sandman come out, <laughs> you know, you got to go. And you could be a future star. So we don't have that checks and balances going. Um, and we don't have it at the radio level either, which, you know, primarily is responsible for the ambassadorship of bringing talent uh, or artists you know, they call them influencers now, but we we had folks like Dick Clark back in the day, uh, Wolfman Jack. We had uh, Don Cornelius. Um, and when these guys introduced an artist 
to the world. What they said, the preamble, they didn't just bring the person out. They would say, here's a brand new artist, and let me tell you why this person you should listen to. And they would say something. And then everybody would sit down and listen to this. There was a reason for that person to be on that stage, not just because they wanted to. Nobody in their right mind <laughs> to me would ever say, I don't do this. I'm, just, I'm, not a, I'm not a rapper. I'm just on the mic. That's like it. I'm going to use that airline pilot uh, example again. Can you imagine your pilot, the captain of the plane, stepping out the booth and saying, man, I, I can't believe I got us here safe, man. You know, I'm not even a pilot. <laughs> you know, or your heart surgeon. So what's, what's got to happen is we got to get people, we got to get the checks and balances of the gatekeepers back. Well, there was a show, and and, I, and when I give you an example, I hope you go and look it up. There was a show called WKRP in Cincinnati. It had uh, Tim Reed as Venus Flytrap. I can't think of the other actor's name, but his character was uh, um, Johnny Fever. And Johnny Fever is based on a real uh, radio DJ from the 50s who broke a lot, broke the difference between the Frank Sinatra era and the rock and roll that was coming out. And what Johnny Fever told the station manager of the radio was, you worry about uh, advertising sales and revenue. Leave the music to us, the DJs. And each one of those DJs had a certain style. Venus Flytrap, very cool. You know, come on, baby. You know, you with this. And, and they were talking to and, – and that's what I grew up with, WRAP. We had the Soul Ranger and all these cats, you know. And when I mentioned Frankie Crocker and things like that, Jack the Rapper and all this stuff – those were the tastemakers. Those were the guardians. When these guys introduced something, it was ready. That's why you got the biz marquees and, and things like that. We don't have that anymore. Everything feels paid for. And, and, and it oddly feels like the pilot don't really know how to fly the plane. It's, it's, it's being remotely controlled. You don't yep. have Clive Davis anymore, you know? <laughs> you, don't, you know, you, you don't have these people. You know, you don't have uh you don't have anybody in charge of saying no. It just it just feels like you you get you don't know why a person is there. You ever listen to the artists out right now, you hear like four or five of them. Some of them belong. Uh Kendrick belongs. Travis 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 Scott belongs. You know what I'm saying? Bruno Mars belongs. Look at the distance between them. You know, and and, and somebody else is just, and you're like, hmm. And when you say that they're staying on the same subject, well, well, again, this business is just like how it's just like writing a movie, bro. Um, unfortunately, when it comes to music, Uh, hello? Yeah, Clayton, you're breaking up, I think. Hello? Yeah, he he went out. It sounded like he, he, he dipped off. He dipped off for a second. Yeah, let's see. Can you hear me now? Uh, yeah. yeah, we can okay, hear you now. Got, okay, I was, yeah, man, you can't trust Bluetooth, baby. Can't trust that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What I was saying was, back in the day, we had, like like right now, 
there's a term they that they made it a bad word, ghostwriter. Well, actually, we just had writers back in the day. We had writers for movies, we had writers for TV, and we had writers who wrote music, and we had arrangers. There's a lot of hats that everybody has been led to believe is just one guy that does everything. Drake says, that's all me, and so, and they believe it. If you look at the credits on, on even the simplest volume, or the Kiki, do you know me? Man, there's like 12 people who wrote that. You may not see it, but but the places where I look at what's going on, I can see all the credits, and we're not even you know that's that to make something good requires what it requires, and right now we got we got a lot of wash rinses because we got a bunch of it's juvenile out there right now. It's just juvenile, you know. Um, I watch I watch Pharrell something in the water show. And, and I applaud Pharrell because Pharrell is, is a trooper, man. He's from my area. But I was looking at the younger actors. They were, you know, I mean, you got people who become, uh, what do you call it, uh, Instagram stars. They're not ready for the real stage. They're not good on the real stage. And while that's not necessarily a disqualifier, bruh, you know, if somebody can't cook, you don't want to eat at their restaurant. That's all I'm saying. And, and if you notice, no two chickens taste exactly the same. So with that, I'm going to back out and say that's, that's what I got to say about how the subject matter stays the same. Uh, it doesn't if you can't go negative, um, but it's hard it's hard to have a positive outcome, on, you know, built on something negative. I mean, you know, I mean, they're not, they're not, they're not uh, crafty, that's all. I got, I got mm-hmm. one more question then. Um, um, but I, I'm familiar with WKRP in Cincinnati. I used to watch that show sometimes. But cool. I live in Atlanta, so uh-huh. a lot of the young officers think the OGs don't want to help them um, in the game. But my thing is, is like, okay, so some cats bring me records, and they and they might be produced well. They might rap pretty good. But I'd be like, as soon as y'all talk about killing and drinking and the B ain't this and the B ain't that, I'd be like, man, I don't even want to hear it. So they so they get offensive by it. So that's my thinking is if if I was a young artist and I gave you a record, no matter how good I route, if it's all negative, what what would you, I always say to the artist, if you put something positive on this beat, I'll listen to it. But I've been hearing this type of music for thirty, forty years. What would you say to an artist like that in a way that they won't get offended because, you know, these artists right now, they wear their emotions on their sleeves. So as soon as you say, oh, that shit sound bad, they're going to fight you. What would you say? Man, I wish, okay, well, you know, honestly, I wish my uh, my friend and uh, DJ Silky D was able to respond to this because she was the first female uh, record spinner DJ um, that I'm aware of, you know, on the West Coast. And, um, she had to go. She has a female. Pers- you always need a female perspective to everything, okay? But you also need one that's, that's got that that skill. You know what I'm saying? And maturity, so that when she opens her mouth, she's been through it and and looking at it from her perspective. Um, I can't speak for her, but I know this. I know this about being a man, and I know this about being a songwriter and about being an artist. I like to fill up. 
the auditorium with women. I want all the women that like my music just to come out and see me and be entertained. And if I fill it with these women that are of that characteristic, I'm going to also get men who have to step their game up. You know what I'm saying? Get dressed, buy a ticket, and be and be men and gentlemen, and come in there so they can so they can play with us. You know. You know what they're going Thank through. You. What they're going through. They just they need big brothers. They need you know what I'm saying. There's not. I don't I don't dismiss a person just because of that. I mean it's hard to get to me to be honest with you. First off, you know. So and generally by the time somebody comes to to me. Um, you know, they have a little bit more than that to offer, but I, that's not a that's not a disqualifier. David. You're not wrong, and they're not wrong. Okay, but what the problem is, they're not they don't know how to talk about their environment as if it should just be in one song, and then move. You know what I'm saying? Like you just wrote a chapter about that thing, and then move along. You know, it's, could you imagine a book where every chapter was the same? talking about the same thing, it would be a horrible book. So encourage them to read, because if they read, they'll learn how to write. There's no way Harry Potter would have been successful. It was, it was one, it was a thing, but if every movie was exactly the same, that's what that writing music like that is. It's every chapter, every, every time, it's the exact same story. And every character in the story has the exact same story. You know, they all got the same clothes on. They all wear the same jewelry. That does not work. So that's how that's how our art is stagnant. It's not art. So your feelings towards it really are correct, but the reason that it it, it bothers you so is because it's just it's just mm. you you got you go you want you want you want. Five different types of cereal, at least at all times, on the shelf in your house. You just don't want to have cornflakes, 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 cornflakes. You know what I'm saying? So I will encourage yeah. you to to take what I said and reinterpret it in your way because if they're coming to you, they're respecting you. And, and remember, no is a big part of success. You know, whether whether a girl is telling you no, if your first response is to call her a B, then you're not ready to be with a girl because you, you can't handle the word no. If you if somebody brings you your track, when you tell them no, you don't owe them an explanation. Fire you to give them an explanation. They have to earn that. This is why people get turned down the way they do in the record business, why you got to have a manager. The, the, the label guys, they don't have time to sit here and break it down and explain to you why they said no. Quite simply, you, you're, you're not something they can develop a long-term relationship with you don't, in other words, you don't have it. Don't get it twisted. Anybody can have a hit, okay? Anybody can have a hit. There's a lot of people out there who have had a hit. Some call them one, hit wonders. I say I wonder why they hit, because they hit and they was gone. You know what I'm saying? And so you keep doing, you keep thinking the way you are, but you got to remember if, if, if they're coming to you, you are in a leadership position. So, you know, so you don't owe them long explanation. They have to earn that. So it's either yes or no. Yes, I'll work with you, or no, I won't work with you. You don't have to break it down and tell them because of the type of music it is. I've made it my business not to um, 
put my emotions or step in the way of anybody, any artist or any writer. You know, I want them to continuously work on their craft. I will never distract them from that. I will never tell them they can't write or this, that, or third. I'll simply say yes or no. And my yes is very quiet. And my no is so loud because the word, it, because you never hear me say yes, but you hear me say no. If I haven't said no, then it's a yes. <laughs> so simple as that. But, but, <laughs> but, if, but I, will say, I will say this. You, when you listen to somebody and they, they like, they want opinions, so that's why they bring it to you. Now, a lot, because, you know, if you say, man, I think you can do a little bit better with that track if you really take time in, or you hate me, or you, you're a hater. Uh, so it's, it's, it's like a double-edged sword. But with me, what I stopped doing now is I said, man, listen, if you can't withstand criticism, don't 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 ask me to my opinion on your music. Now I said when I first took my music to somebody and I asked them to listen to, they told me that shit was whack. I didn't get mad. I didn't cuss them out. But you know what I said? I'm gonna turn that that guy that told me my stuff was whack into somebody that's a fan. And so so I got so I started working on okay. What, I got an idea what they like, but me as an artist. I'm always different than every other artist out there. Um, Jay's been promoting a lot of my music, and he would tell you that a, a lot of stuff I talk about is way different than what's out there because I always try to be the voice of reason, but I still bring good music. But it, it's nice talking to you, man. I know you got a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people waiting to talk to you, so uh, thanks for the feedback. I'm going to be following you. I'm going to just sit here, chill, and finish, pick your brain, let them pick your brain, and see what you're talking about. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you calling. All right. Uh, no oh, problem. yes. The mind, definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go on ahead and get uh, no to, the, to the next call. Oh, yes, indeed. All right. Let's get to the rest of some of the rest of the callers. Uh, I see some people see somebody that dipped out. That's fine. If you were streaming and we lost you and you're still streaming but you just don't didn't call in, just call on back, 929-477-3872, and then press 1, and we'll bring you on. Let's go ahead and take some more calls. Caller in the 680-322, you're on the air. Who is this? How's it going? Um, it's Jordan Joe Hunter, host of Joe Podcast. How's it going, Jay? Doing well, Jordan Jail Hunter of the Jail Podcast. Yes. Uh, okay, I had to um, ask a qu- question for um, Clayton. Um, how you doing today? I had a question to ask you. You said something that was important in the last call. You said something about emotions, and I struggle with this too. I know you said something like, can you dig deep a little bit more? Like, what's your best advice for somebody that's like up and coming, that struggle with that, that doesn't see the success, that doesn't get a lot of love, and, uh, and has, has to work hard to push himself? What is your best advice for people that are struggling with that? Okay. Well, first off, you're supposed to struggle. If it was easy, everybody would do it. Secondly, uh, if you really are an artist, then your feelings are already involved. Uh, the thing that I didn't say that I want to say is never ask somebody their opinion of something because they might give it to you. <laughs> um, you either got, you either know your food is good or you don't. When they sit down and eat it, 
they may not even tell you how good it is, but they'll come back and get it again. The, the, the struggle is to figure out what's going to work for you. There is a relate. There's a symbiotic. There's a, a a symbiotic and healthy relationship in all business relationships and endeavors that's required for somebody to find success. So, generally, it's more simple than it is complex. Focus on doing one thing good. Okay, and and then the rest will come. So. If you learn how to build a table, for example, I like to use examples. You learn how to build a table. Cool. You needed a table. You learned how to build a table. Right. Okay? That don't mean you know how to sell a table. That don't mean you're going to make a table somebody else is going to want to buy. Now, if they got the same need as you and you can build that table, that don't mean you even want to build the table for them. But what you must remember is you no artist buys their own records. Who are you making music for? They love to say, oh, I do this for me. That's like a woman saying, I dress for myself. Yeah, right. <laughs> then why are you on Instagram? Why are you standing in the camera, homie? You know? <laughs> you know, truth to tell, everybody wanted to be in their raggedy, old, comfortable shit, male and female. So the problem is, you see, the way that you see success, um, presented to you is not the way that that's the presentation. It is presented the way it's supposed to be presented to you. It's not it, it, it is not reflective of anything that's got to do with the hard work. It looks easy to dunk. How hard do the ball what's the difference between a professional ball player and, and an amateur? I mean, because the court's the same. The swimming pool's the same. The level of work it goes into making something look so easy that the average person not only pays money to see it, or they become they bond with you through this thing called fandom. To become a fan is a commitment and obligation from a person on the outside to to buy into who you are and what you're doing, and they're going to have to defend that. And and the crazy thing about music is it's one of the cheapest purchases that anybody can do. It's always been cheap to buy music. You often get it free. There's a 99-cent bin. Now you can just go get a subscription for 29 bucks. You got every single freaking thing that's ever been out. But the moment that they got to step out and see you live, they're going to spend between three and $500 on me. <laughs> Clothes, gas, food, bam. That's a commitment. So, you're supposed to struggle, but you're supposed to also struggle and figure out what it is that you are bringing to the table, not just what you want, but what you want to bring specifically, specifically. And then, and then it will get clear because when you're just trying to do this one thing, it, it, there's a question that's been answered, and you'll begin to see who you need to reach out to with what it is. So make sure that when you reach out to this person, these people, you're not asking them, to, to, to judge whether you're ready or not. Be freaking as ready as you possibly can be. Nobody expects you to be perfect, and you never will be in this game until you are surrounded by those who actually are responsible for making this thing sound like it do every time you hear and see it uh, in the real world. It ain't, it ain't just Drake sitting with a guy. He might start on logic like everybody on a laptop, but really, man, it's just other hands. 
but they they take what he got and they take it the rest of the way every single time. It's it's like you you throw the pass, man. <laughs> you know, you run it and you see your man and you toss that ball to him. You get the credit for crossing the finish line because you because you caught the ball. He threw it to you. You ran across the line. He ran it eighty. 90 yards, and then tossed it to you. You ran it across the line. Everybody's cheering you. This is what you keep seeing. You'll see the other 80, 80 yards getting ran. But it must be ran. That's the struggle you're feeling. And you need a dude that's going to throw you that ball when it's time. Or you need to learn how to be the dude to throw that. And you need to learn how to surround yourself with people who think like that. Anything that's an obstacle in your way, got to go. Anybody who's not on, on, on point with you, got to go, man. All right? It is got it. and that's that's the best advice I got, you know. But you've got to narrow your focus, narrow your focus, and become and 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 learn how to present the thing you try. Okay, got you. Also, to the last thing I want to say, um, if you like, I like to for you to come on my podcast. I like to chop it up. I like to, for you to drop gems and talk about your experience in the schedule because I think you'd be good for the show. Keep doing what you're doing. Look forward to your music. Um. Whatever you got, just let me know. Send me a link. I want to tune in, and I'm going to keep watching, um, listening to you, Drop Gems. Thank you, brother. I'd be happy to come on your show. J. Cole, know how to get a hold of me and know how to get a hold of you. That's that. We can make this happen. I'm, I'm in the real world. All right? Got gotcha. you. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Uh, J.O., yeah, we're going we're gonna to get that. To, you, you know, Clayton, we're going to get you over to J.O. so we can set that podcast interview up. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We've been making some connections tonight. Let's just, let's definitely keep that flowing. Uh, whoever that was in the 336, if you're still streaming, you're welcome to call back. Uh, for anybody that's streaming from a, a, an app or a third-party website or a link or anything like that and you don't have the number in front of you, that number is 929 929- Four seven seven three eight seven two, and then press one. We'll bring you on. We're talking to Clayton Savage, and he's dropping some knowledge, dropping some gems. A lot of great things are being expressed and taught and learned on tonight's episode. Uh, now, um, what we're going to do? Well, actually, J- JT, uh, if you have another question, you can throw that in there, and then I'm going to play uh, play one of the play one of the records here. Yeah, Clayton, I got one question. I just want to ask, what is the first, um, who was the first artist that you remember that inspired you um, from the beginning of falling in love with music and learning the, you know, the musician part of it? Who do you first remember and who are some of the people that you contribute to inspiring you to be, you know, greater than great? Well, everything that was happening at Motown was happening to me. And so, like, when the Jacksons first came out, um, you know, we're going back. You got to remember, everything at Motown kind of <laughs> kind of feels like it all happened at once. But, dang, the Temptations and Smokey had already been out. And I was, shit, what, five years old? But um, <laughs> Mike, Michael drew my attention uh, and his brothers. And... What I didn't realize was I was being drawn towards musical excellence uh, because Motown was well, Sugar Hill was like the two, but Motown had everybody was on everything. So the Jacksons were learning from Smokey, 
and so when you and 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 so forth and so on and, and they were all right for each other so i didn't realize it at that time but i was learning uh i was i was delving into the benefits of collaboration between those who had uh, a higher skill level um as i became aware of uh listening to them i learned techniques especially see listening to stevie wonder and smoky robinson uh, in particular, they're they're masters. I mean, Stevie's got so much. Stevie did Tears of a Clown. He wrote it for Smokey. Bro, I mean, when you hear how these guys deliver songs and their tonality and how they control their tone and 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 the character of their voices, you got to remember that they were just recording on four tracks. So I began recording on four tracks too, two tracks to four tracks. Okay, and you learn and learning that way now. To improve that skill, I started listening to the producers, um, Arif Martin and, and Quincy Jones and, and um, um, Michael Walden, Mike, you know, and, and listening to the, the actual what's going on in the mixes. So all of those people are my mentors through their records. because But I would sit and, and, and focus on things specific, the tones of the guitar, the reverbs, uh, how the voices are layered, you know, being able to who mixed what and produced what simply by the way a record sounded. Um, it, you know, all the people that made Michael great. Michael's not by himself. I mean, you got Rod Temperature from Heatway writing the tracks. You know, you got the Brothers Johnson and session musician. You, you could go to Toto, the rock group. They're, they're on all of those tracks. And I became, because at that time you could read the liner notes, uh, who was playing what instrument. You'd be surprised by how many people are involved on every successful thing, and, and and one thing about music is it's not about color; it's about it's about talent, and and musicians respect talent. That this art used to respect that gift, and so you find all those um, people all over the place making all these this great music. It did not come from just a single source, and that's what's so very different now, and all of that. I was I was very lucky to grow up in all of that. So all of that is what influenced me. It wasn't just one person's skill. You, you ha- I have to include them all. Uh, specifically, though, you know, depending on who's singing what. I mean, Phil Collins played a, a part. Shaka Khan, my God. And, and I never wanted to be them. I always admired what they did, and I learned from what they did, but I never wanted to be them. I wanted them to beat them. I never wanted to remake their music or anything. They did it, you know? And then when I heard somebody do somebody else's song, it would be amazing when Luther would take Superstar from the Carpenters and look how he did it, or Earth, Wind, and Fire would you got to get you into my life, which was a Beatles track. Look how he did it. Oh, man, you know? Crosby, Stills, and Nash did the Isley's Brothers, Summer Breeze. Man, it was just everything. Everybody was slathered on everything. There was no hating yeah, I mean, it's just, if you think about hip-hop, it's always been, R&B has always been a part of the success of it from the very beginning. I used to catch a lot of flack about that, you know, bringing our, I mean, I had my reservations about hip-hop because I was afraid that it would become something from the source of a backyard barbecue and run them up because certain elements of it were easy to do, even by accident, but really, from the beginning, I've been getting you run run DMCs to hit me in the head with that. You know, that ain't no real hip hop. It's like man, from a hip hop to a heavy day hip hop, it was sitting on top of good times by sheep. 
You know what I'm saying? From the very beginning, the two mar- married together has always been that, like tomato sauce, cheese, and pepperoni on bread. It's always been like that. It's always best like that. You know, all Puffy and Biggie, they showed it. They proved it, you know. And, and they're taking it tracks from people you don't know, man. It's, it's just that's just what it is, and that's how the collaboration continues through the years by people being able to sample that stuff, and and by DJs having the skill and the ears to know what to to sample and how to spin it. You know, the rate four hundred on it. Come on, man. Whew. But um, I hope I answered your question. No, nah, you definitely did that, uh, Mr. Savage. I want to ask you this. We go behind the music for a minute. What shaped you and molded you from your you being a musician and learning your craft? How did that also mold you as a man and you come into your own and you notice that growth within yourself? From the moment that I said I wanted to do this, it was a business. Even when I was a child, I was running the band at 13 years old, hiring and firing, being on time, um, getting paid, setting up, tearing down, traveling. I don't know what a 13-year-old is like today. It's not like we were then. My friends and I were 13, 14, 15, and we, it was a business from the beginning. And, it, and and we took it seriously, and people took us seriously because we handled our business. If, you, if, it's, if it's about the fun, the fun comes. In, I mean, the fun can come in anything, that you know, but it's always just been about uh uh, it's just always been serious. It's, uh, I mean, I've always understood what it is. When I'm on that mic, my job is to entertain. I'm supposed to make people have a great time, maybe possibly just fall in love with me or, or what I'm doing, mostly, what I'm doing and what we're doing. They're supposed to fall in love with what you're doing. That's the job. Stop acting like it's so amazing. Dude, you got a microphone and a, and a spotlight on you. It gets no better than that. You better have something to say <laughs> and something to do when it when it turns on. Not, I mean, it's, it's magical, but it's not magic, you know? And so it's all, I, I've always had that understanding from the very beginning. From the time I first opened my mouth on the stage, I knew my job was to justify why I opened my mouth. Why am I on that stage? And in that framework, you can't help but conduct yourself a certain way because you're dealing with adults. I've always been dealing with folks older than I, you know? And they've enjoyed working with me because I've heard them say, yeah, you're young, but I've always been, you know, about my business. About your business, Clayton, uh, the legendary Clayton Savage, dropping knowledge tonight on the digital meet and greet. That one thing that you mentioned, the business and understanding the business and then being able to navigate through your talent is very, very important to be able to prioritize and understand what you're doing so you don't lose yourself in your craft and end up with no knowledge and nothing to be able to pass on to generation after generation after generation. Again, you prove again why you have stood the test of time and you continue to be what is going on now. Being trending here and now today says a whole lot because you spanned over decades, not months, not years, decades, and that says something for sure. So we'll about to go back to the uh, phone line, so I'm going to pass it back to my man, some guy named Jay. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Definitely, JT. Thank you. Thanks for the questions, and uh, thank you, callers, for the questions. Um, 
we you know we're gonna take some more calls, but uh, we want to play a few records right quick before we uh before we dip out. Um, I'm gonna actually Clayton. I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna you know we're gonna, we're gonna play the next the, the record we're gonna play is one of your uh one of your older records, Virgin Lover. Can you tell us a little bit about it before we play it? Well, I can tell you this. Uh, back when it came out and we had black radio, called Black Radio, and everything else was not black radio. <laughs> that thing went to number one so fast, it was scary. I didn't even know. Um, it just, it's just, you know what? It just is. You just got to play it, bro. You just got to play it. It is, you know. <laughs> it is. Oh, it is what it is. <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Also, before I play the record, I want to just give another shout-out to elegends.net. <clears throat> Excuse me, www.elegends.net, one of the newest streaming platforms out there right now. Um, you can sign up. Membership is free. So uh, no membership fees, no annoying ads. You know, jump on this app and jump on the site early, you know, before it turn, You know, before it gets into that. So right now you have a chance to – to sign up with no membership fees and enjoy the content. Uh, and also, if you're a content creator and you want to get your content on, you know, more sites so you can, you know, when people Google you, you show up in more spots, get on this website as well. Get your movies up there. Get your music videos up there. Get your podcasts up there. You could be the star. You know, we already got YouTube stars. We already got Twitch stars. We already have stars from, uh, you know, some of the other uh, Instagram stars and things like that. We have TikTok stars. So we're going to have some e-legend stars too. So uh, you got to jump on there early so you can, so you can dominate the platform with your, with your content. And Clayton, hopefully we can get uh, some of your older and new material on elegends.net as well. Would you, does that sound good to you? Yep, it's coming. I got you, man. Yeah. Oh, let me just throw this in real quick. If anyone's trying to reach me, of course, you know, I'm all over Instagram. But if you want to do some business, hit D, D-E-E, at redkrecords.com. Okay, that's, that's, the, that's, that's the path through, okay? That's, the, that's, that's my top top. That's the way it goes. That's D, letter D is in dog, E-E, at red, R-E-D, letter K, records.com. That's how the business flows through to me. Whatever it is y'all want to do or talk about or whatever, do you know what to do with it? Yes, yes. And uh, so, yeah, definitely get in touch with Dee. You know, she's she's very, she's great, great to work with. Uh, oh, yeah. And, um, oh, yeah, and I also want to say it's Legends with a Z. If anybody's searching, like, it's not coming up. It's www.elegends.net, and that's Legends with a Z instead of S. But yeah, definitely get in touch with D. And uh and also if you if you missed anything, in four hours this episode will be on iTunes, so you can go back and get the email addresses, get the websites if you missed anything. Or you can go to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash podcasts on demand. That's podcast plural. All right. You wanna play Virgin Lover?
yes, oh yes. Definitely gonna throw some throw some claps on it. Okay, I don't know why it's frozen. Ah eh, well, you know. Definitely, definitely love love the record. Yeah, here we go. Thank you, brother. No, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's my pleasure. JT, what you think? Yeah, man, it takes you back to real music. And um, just, you know, it feels good, man, to just sit back and listen and vibe. And it takes me back to just, you know, being able to turn the radio on and you hearing track after track, hit after hit. And again, Clayton, uh, you know, I just continue to salute you, man, for legacy what you have left us and continue to put out there that stuff that will 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 be in the annals of time because the music that you were creating and the instruments that live music feel and understanding that there's no auto tunes and this is real singing and this is real instrument playing and this is a skill set that you can only learn it's hard but you know you be incredibly gifted man um, again, another song that just brings you back to the roots and the foundation and understand the fundamentals of being skilled and what it turns up to when you really go in the studio and do your thing. Again, incredible track, man, and it's just an honor to, again, have you on the show and to be listening to, you know, your music. Well, thank you, brother. I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to be dropping a lot of tracks this next year coming up. Um, there's just music I've just got. You know, I'm remastering, uh, like you, like the one you just heard. Yeah, there's a whole album of that. You know, I've got stuff I did I, when I was in Minneapolis, uh, and I was with a uh, group called Westside. Um, and, you know, they're actually my backing band, you know, I, my preferred backing band when I travel and perform. I'm tight musicians, man, you know. I mean, and, and through them, you know, we're on the West, we, you know, we got Hall of Fame out there with uh, – in Minnesota, Minnesota Music Hall of Fame. Minnesota's real with the musicians. It's all about being live. So I got, I, 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 true to what I do, I got out there and recorded an album. Same way I do everything else. But, you know, with them coming in and playing some instruments here and there, you know, and just doing what I do, mixing and engineering. And, and that's going to be a that's going to be a different type of funk, you know, and live, you know, real, real instruments again, you know, and stuff. And, uh, and, and you know, and then I've got some other tracks that I have not released because I want I want the whole progression of you know what I'm saying. I want that whole thing, bro. When I I've seen it, what happens when I like yourself, you know, people really you want the whole meal, and I want the whole experience when I perform. Even if they're whenever they're introduced to what I'm doing, it's I want my music. I I try to write stuff that's always somebody used the, the phrase evergreen. I just I want it. To be, um, when you hear it, it's like it's timeless. It's like, damn, that's a good song. That's cool. And and because I want the, the night to flow a certain type of way, you know what I'm saying. And and then the stuff I'm doing right now, it, it's on, it's right up there. It's on par with everything else that's out there. You you'll never feel uncomfortable with what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying. You, there will never be a uh, somebody where your kid will be like, ah. That's mom's music. That's dad's music, man. I play my stuff that I'm doing right now for these kids, and they're like, "How? Man, ain't no how old are you?" It's like, dude, this, this you sound like us. And then and it's funny because I feel like they sound like me. 
<laughs> so it's cool, you know. Oh yeah, indeed. Oh yeah, definitely. Thank you for that, Clayton. Um, well, we're gonna we're gonna play another record. Uh, the 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 record that's unreleased that's going to you know be dropping soon. I, I thank you again for giving us the opportunity to break it tonight. That single is titled Wrist Bleed. Is there anything you would like to say about it before we play it? Yo, man. Hey, look. Quiet as it's kept. Y'all going to hear it deep. <laughs> uh, man, I, hey, look. I, I thank you for having me. Yo, I can't, I can't wait to reach out to E-Legends, you know, Damon, you know, Jay, all of them. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I, bro, I just want to tighten it up. You know, tighten up the network. Let's do it. But I can't wait for y'all to hear Wrist Bleed. I can't wait for y'all to hear the next eight tracks. I got so many tracks, man, but I can't wait for y'all to hear. You're going to find out that when you start talking about the, I, I, the, I am the bridge. That's how I see myself and my responsibility. I am the bridge between then and now. That's my mission. That's what I'm, I'm after right now. I am the bridge. I'm, you know, I'm going to show you how it all goes together. How it all go together, you know? Oh yes, indeed, indeed. All right, let's play it. Wrist bleed. Hello, 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 hello. Came in the club with my bad bitch energy Feeling kinda tipsy off the pure white Hennessy Eyes all over looking at me in my jeans Got lower lashes, real 3D Daisy Stiletto Put that on me, you need to ball out with me I'm on the ball out with me I know that you don't believe <laughs> I can make your wrist bleed Welcome to the club I can get you anything you want I know this is game to the spot And I ain't got a front Is it sexy? Tell me what it is that you really want Cause I can get you anything you really want And I ain't got a front Was you feeling kind of lonely this weekend Feeling kind of horny this weekend Throw a bone to the right one You need to get done Came in the club with my bad bitch energy Feeling kind of tipsy off the pure white Hennessy Eyes all over looking at me in my teeth Got lower lashes real 3D Daisy stilettos Put your dance on, see you working at us. I know you're tired. When you come around, nigga, come at your fast. A lot of niggas coming at you, talking real crash. Think they're moving smooth, but they're moving too fast. Turn around, poop, that a chain and dash. When you get home, have a good laugh. You was wearing this for better. Your ass was looking good, you was wearing this for better. Niggas want to touch, but you know you won't let them. Even got me acting up. Came in the club with my bad bitch energy Feeling kinda tipsy off the pure white Hennessy Eyes all over looking at me in my teeth Got lower lashes, real 3D Daisy stilettos Put that on me, you need to ball out with me I'm on the ball out with me I know that you don't believe <laughs> I can make your wrist bleed I am the head, I am the honcho I'm the headliner and I'm the boss though Get you anything that you wanna Sip 42 to the donor if you wanna All the fellas digging on the thing that you're shaking I can tell from your moves you were making You about the groove and the bacon You ain't faking You ain't even turn up But you about to turn up 
Cause you a bad boss bitch in the making Came in the club with my bad bitch energy Feeling kinda tipsy off the pure white Hennessy Eyes all over looking at me and my teeth Got velour lashes, real 3D Daisy Stiletto JT, what do you have to say? Yeah, man, another dope track. Um, it's a module. And the up-tempo, funky beats, man. It's a, the, the rhythm and still bobbing my head to this one. You know, <clears throat> that's a great track. Looking forward to, man, just, you know, anything. Or maybe be uh, new to us, old to you. No matter what you put out there, man, it's going gonna, it's, it's, it's gonna to rock and rhyme. Because I've enjoyed every. Chat that we put on, you know, tonight and did some meet and greet and uh, look forward to hearing more stuff from you, Mr. Savage. Thank you, brother. I appreciate y'all, man. I'm scooping in my ice cream now. It's time. Time for the ice cream. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, we're going to definitely end it on this note. Clayton Savage, is there anything you would like to plug, shout out, uh, anything before we wrap it up? Uh, man, look, come find me on Instagram, on YouTube, you know, and, and if there's a, you know, I'm, you know, I'm in the DMV, that's Washington, D.C., Virginia, Maryland area, you know what I'm saying? And if you, if you got a, if you got a talent, uh, or if you, are you a videographer or something like that, you know, I love finding the next new thing, you know, the new hype, the next hype Williams, the next Tarantino, you know what I'm saying? People need a break. You know, if you got a camera game, a, a tight camera game, and some imagination, shoot me a reel. Shoot, shoot D a link to your reel. We'll take a look at it. Maybe we put you on with us, or maybe somebody else. You know, this is how networking works. You know, it's just in real time, baby. You know, hey, I appreciate you guys so much, man. I really do. I appreciate Blacktopia. I appreciate both of y'all, JTJ Cole. You know, let's do this again, yo. Let's do it again. Oh yes, we certainly will. You know, we gotta we gotta break some more records from you. We gotta we gotta keep people informed. Clayton, always a pleasure. Thank you for for joining us on the program. JT, thank you for a wonderful show. Thank you all the listeners and callers. You don't have to go home, but you gotta get off this thing. Good night. <laughs>